Welcome to the podcast with a purpose with information and content meant to motivate, aspire, and inspire you. From romance author and host Chamira E. Fleming, but you can call her my. Welcome to an experience. This is the Purple Charm Experience. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Purple Charm Experience podcast. I am your host, Chamira E. Fleming, but you can call me my. Today, I am so glad you're here with me. Please excuse my voice. This weekend, I um, was with my family, and we had a fabulous time at Hershey Park for Family Day for one of uh, for my husband's uh, company's um, events for our family. And so we spent the day at Hershey Park, and of course, I had an amazing time um, riding rides, but only rode one, and this is what it turned into. <laughs> <laughs> with my oldest son. Um, and so bear with me um, as we get through this week's episode. I have a great, um, great, some great uh, discussion lined up for us today. And of course, I want to kick it off with my uh, quote of the day, which you all know that I love to start every episode with something motivational and inspirational for us to kick off the the episode with. And so without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. <clears throat> this week, our quote comes from Napoleon Hill and it states, a goal is a dream with a deadline. I love this quote because it's true. It is a dream with a deadline. You don't wanna have your, your goals out there just hanging out there in perpetuity. Um, I'm just finished a book that I'm getting ready to talk to you about, um, in a little bit. And, um, it was a quote by the author of this book that she used in, in her, uh, in her memoir. And so I felt it was very befitting because we're all striving to do something. We're all pushing, um, to achieve things in life. Um, maybe we are working toward that next um, position, or maybe you are hoping to start your business or write a new book or put out a new song, something you are striving to that is a goal. And the, the key here is to remember that there you need to set, set timelines um, and deadlines to achieve those goals so that, you know, you're constantly working toward, um, an end. And so it doesn't get to the point where you feel like you'll never achieve that goal. You know, if you have certain tasks that you have to complete week after week or day after day to achieve that goal, you're more, you're more likely to get there and achieve that goal than sitting there, setting that goal and just leaving it and say, okay, well, I hope by the end of this year, I will have obtained X, Y, Z. But if you don't have any tasks that forces you to put action behind the things you're telling yourself that you want to achieve as a goal, you're never going to get there. And therefore it will be something 
that is constantly, you're constantly working toward without an end in mind or an end, end goal in mind. So I just wanted to bring that to um, us today to remember as we're setting goals, as we're achieving things in life, remember your goals have deadlines. Your goal is a dream with a deadline. And not to forget that setting those goals, you need to set tasks and put action behind those tasks so that you can achieve the things that you want to achieve little bit by little bit, you know, step by step in uh, attainable ways and attainable levels so that that big goal that's at the end, it doesn't seem so hard to get there if you have taken the necessary steps, even if there are little small steps and there are little mini goals that you have to attain first before you hit that big goal. So just keep that in mind. Just wanted us to think about that as we go through the, the days ahead and for this week. So um, I hope that uh, this week's quote, this week's quote, my quote of the day will add some value uh, to your life. Now it's my favorite part of the episode, which is my sip of the week. Um, I don't really have one this week for you um, because I have not had any really great sips that I really impressing that I want to bring to you um, this week because I want to try some things, take some notes, and then come back and give you a, a full a full review of some of the, some really great sips that I have tried that I think you should try too. Now, I do have a delivery of sips just waiting for me to get into uh, downstairs, but I have not had the opportunity to partake in them yet. And, you know, whenever I do these, I like to give a full, you know, um, review. And I feel like I haven't been able to do that like I really want to the last few episodes. And I haven't had any really great, great sips that I think that you guys should try. But I do have some some wines that I just received recently a couple weeks ago that I'm hoping to start opening up and getting some notes down and talking about them so that I can bring them to you. Um, so we're going to move on from my sip of the week this week is best stay tuned because I will have some really great sips coming up in um, future episodes. So as we move forward today, I wanted to talk a little bit about a memoir that I have been reading or just finished reading. Um, I don't know if you guys are very into um, having a summer read list. Um, I have a to be read list that is quite long, quite extensive, and I'm slowly getting through them. Um, it's not going as fast as I would like them to go, but I am getting through it. And one of the ways that I do like to uh, to read, read is um, I do like to listen to audible books too. And um, recently um, I was listening to a show that I listened to on Sirius SM, a talk show, um, urban talk show that I listened to on Sirius SM, Urban U, um, Karen Hunter's show. She had a, a guest on that I'm a huge fan of, um, and she's a comedian. Her name is uh, Gina Yashere, um, and she's so awesome. She, 
I have been watching her um her specials, her comedy stand-up specials for a number of years. And I have to give my my husband props on this one because he introduced me to her, um, her comedy, you know, through watching her specials. Um, he was already a fan of her stuff. But I recently, she was recently on the Karen Hunter show and she was talking about her memoir on the show. And I thought, oh, uh, I probably should pick up her book because I really like her and I want to learn more about what her life was like. And here's the book. It's called Cat Candid. Uh, it's called Cat, Cat, Cat Candid. This is so terrible. I'm sorry, guys. Cat Candid. And um, it's really a good book. Uh, she grew up in, in, um, in, in the UK. And um, and so her parents, her, um, she's of Nigerian uh, descent. Her parents are from Nigeria, and uh, she grew up in the UK. And just listening to her, her talk about her struggles growing up, um, a young black uh, Nigerian child going growing into a woman, and uh, dealing with racism and dealing with the hardships of uh, of her life. It was it was just really eye opening to me. Um, I know what it's like living in America and seeing racism from this perspective, but seeing and hearing about racism from a global perspective, it was really different and very eye opening to me. Um, to hear her talk about, you know, her life in a way that is somewhat relatable, but then also, hmm, I don't know what it's like to, um, even though I lived in America and I see racism, I have not really had to deal with it firsthand where someone is literally calling me the N word to my face, like regularly. Um, I've dealt with, you know, oppression in a way where it kept me from, you know, moving up in a certain position in the, in the workplace or, or dealing with, um, someone, um, maybe saying things about me behind my back, um, or putting bad information out there about me, um, in that sense, but to hear her, talk about what it was like being one of the only black women that worked for Otis Elevator and um, all of the men uh, calling her the N-word or um, being thought of as not being smart, uh, you know, even though she was very smart. Um, listening to her talk about what it was like coming into our own with her sexuality and the realization of her realizing that she is lesbian, you know, or how does that, how does she um, feel comfortable in her comedy being open about her sexuality and with her family and everything in her life? Um, her her transition from working to becoming a comedian 
full time. Um, it was just so many, so many great life lessons, I think, to learn too. A woman coming of age, you know, coming of age and then being of age and then uh, your her growth through her life to this point, what is taken, you know, even listening to her talk about her childhood and how tough it was. Um, yeah, just listening to her talk about how tough her childhood was and being called black and ugly and having such a, you know, I don't want to say it was a tumultuous relationship with her or older sister, but it definitely wasn't one that was, you know, loving. Um, and the tough, the tough, the way her mom was tough as a mother, like I get it. Like some of the stuff that she talked about how her mom raised her, them, her and her siblings, I could, I got it because some of the things she discussed, I, my parents may have said and done some of the same things, but my parents are Nigerian, but I could tell um, things carried on, you know? You know, even though I feel like being taken from our home country as African-Americans, there are certain traditions that stay with our families um, over time that got passed on. And there are similarities between how she was raised and some of the things that I know that I was raised. And that only has to be if the descent, like we have to be descendants of some kind of way, like it's not far removed. So I, I just say that. And, um, but I really enjoyed her book and, and I highly recommend it. If you're looking for a good read, particularly uh, autobiographical or memoir of like this, like it's just really cool to hear her, her share her story. I'm also reading right now um, Viola Davis's memoir. And I will tell you, I love hearing these women speak their stories, their truth, their authenticity of their lives in their own voices. Gina Yashere has a very unique voice. Um, her inflection it is spot on. And um, like I feel her when she when she talks about her life. And um, I love to hear her curse. It's just hilarious to hear her cuss. But I say all that to say, I also like, even with Viola Davis as an actress, when she's telling her story, you feel the weight of her life through her words as she's speaking. She's not only a great actress, She's a great orator in speaking these words, which is her life. I um, am thoroughly enjoying that book as well. But 
I am loving Gina. I love Gina's book. I love, love, love hearing it. Um, I she is probably one of the few people like celebrities I would love the honor to actually get to talk to her one day. I just think she's just super cool, and she she's she's straight no chaser. You know, I think that's how we have to be in life. It's some, you know, we're not all given silver spoons in life and you have to make the most out of what life gives you. And you can't complain about every little thing. You can't quit every time somebody tells you, no, this woman never quit. You know, she never quit. Like, it was a lot that she was going through in her life um, that she was dealing with. But she tells the story about, this is the one that, that hurt. I almost wanted, I literally was about, wanted to cry for her. But she tells the story, and, and spoiler alert, um, but she tells the story about her uh, stepfather. Her stepfather was a jerk, you know, like serious jerk. And she tells a story about this first job that she had gotten working at this fashion this store, a fashion store that she really wanted to work in. And she had prepared for it, did well in the interview. She got the job and everything. And she went in for her first day early, ready to go. And they tell her that they apologize and tell her that she won't be starting today. That they had learned that she had been stealing from her stepdad. Her stepdad had called to tell them that she was a thief and that she had been stealing from him, him and that she stole all the money out of his account. And um that he they, they basically shouldn't hire her. And it ruined her opportunity to get this job I mean to start her first day like they literally escorted her off the premises and told her no uh we won't be hiring you you can try again in six months but you won't be starting no job here today because we don't we don't hire thieves and she hadn't she had not stolen anything from this man but this man was so incredibly vindictive and mean and just nasty and rotten to the core that he would do that to his stepdaughter. That right there to a hole in me. I was just like in my soul for her. Like I know how excited one can be the first time you land your first gig, your first job. You know what I'm saying? And for someone to go and lie on you like that, it could have ruined her from being able to get a job anywhere, you know, after that. Um, I, I just feel like there's a special place in hell for people who do the do nasty, mean things to other people on purpose. Like there's a special place in hell for you if you're that type of person. Because, you know, 
there's enough bad and negativity in the world. There's no need for individuals to add to that going on an ongoing basis. Like, if you live your life in, in a, a ball of negativity every day, and you wake up every day thinking about how you are going to do the most negative to the person next to you or to anyone you meet, you deserve to be in that special place in hell when it opens up for you. And we just say that. So um, I say all that to say, you know, I am so glad that this woman stuck to her guns. You know, her story and her life is a huge motivation and inspiration for uh, perseverance, for dedication, for trying things in life and and going with the flow, going with your instincts, going with what your passion is. She happened to realize and stumble upon the fact that she was good with comedy, did a comedy show with uh, a, a skit kind of thing with several other people, loved it and found her purpose, you know, and, and I love how she discovered um, her niche and what she was good at. And she's been ascending ever since. And it was just beautiful to, to listen to her tell her story. And so I say, if you're looking for some inspiration, if you want to hear somebody who went through some stuff, some hard times, you know, everything wasn't always honky-dory. You know, she comes from a, a family where her parents split up. But her mom, you know, um, her dad went back to Nigeria, had a whole another family, got remarried, had other kids. Her mom stayed in the UK, raised them, got remarried, married, uh, had two terrible relationships. Um, that, and then her her mom was just tough as nails. But then her mom was also. The, the 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 beauty in her mom, her mom's toughness is that you can see the entrepreneurial um side of her mom and how her mom made a way out of no way when she needed to make a way. Um with the, her skills that she had. It was just, oh my God, it was just so cool to see because we all have skills and things that we're good at, but we don't always know how to make money from that. And I hear her mom plant a seed that turned into something that she was able to feed her family on. She was able to establish her business around. It was just beautiful to see. You know, after breaking up for, with her husband, you know, and she eventually did her thing, you know, made things work so that she could raise her family and her kids. And that was a beautiful thing to to hear Gina talk about. Her. She talks about her mom, how her, how tough her mom was, and particularly on their asses, excuse me, in my language, but on their asses about their grades and doing well in school, even though they were kids and they did their things as kids do. Um, you know, the skirt, <laughs> the parent, our parents, uh, um, um, parental guidance you know but 
she came out all right. Her siblings did too. And it was just really cool to read her story. So I, I highly recommend it. If you're looking for a good story, good memoir to read, please check out Gina Yasseray's Cat Candid, book Cat Candid. So, um, and the next thing I wanted to get into, uh, tell you a little bit more about my journey. Um, this week, I want to go ahead and announce that the pre-order for the book is now open. So if you want to pre-order my fourth book, I'm going to leave the link in the in the um, in the description here. I don't know if it, it may it may not let you click on it, but if not, you can always go to my website or www.creativecalfrey.com or to my social media pages where I'll have it linked up there too. Um, but yeah, uh, book four is coming and I'll go ahead and, um, uh, should I announce the name? I wonder, I will hold on to the name for now, <laughs> but, um, yeah, book four on the pre-order is available now. Uh, maybe I'll announce name next week um and so uh the book I was just going to tell you the book has been edited the cover is ready so we will be doing a an official uh cover reveal in the coming weeks so stay tuned for that and uh I will be uh sending out more information about the book launch so um if you are interested Stay tuned, join my mailing list so that you'll be in a know and I can send you details directly to your inbox so that you can find out when I'm going to be launching this book, okay? And as we wrap up for this week's episode, um, I just want to send a, a great shout out to um, uh, an organization that I am um, joining them as an ambassador to women to women mentoring um as an ambassador and to share the great work that they're doing so if you um it's a a great organization i found out about them in 2018 when i initially moved to boston i mean moved from boston to um frederick maryland um and i was thinking about becoming a um a mentor at that time and I uh joined this uh this organization I mean went to meet up with the executive director I believe at the time of the organization and just love what they have been doing and I want to continue trying to uh give of my time to be able to help this organization but uh, woman to Woman Mentoring is an organization that serves women ages to 60. Um, they combine the power of one-on-one mentoring, uh, community building workshops, and opportunities to connect women to help women identify and work toward their goals in, the edu in education, career, and life. And so um, I am just delighted to be uh, amongst these fantastic, um, amazing women in the Frederick, Maryland area and getting the word out and helping to um, 
extend their reach and, and of their organization and what they're doing. So if you want to learn more about Woman to Woman mentoring, um, you can visit woman to woman mentoring.org.org um, to learn more about that organization. But please know I will be sharing more about them in future episodes because it is an uh, organization that I believe in and I believe in the great work that they're doing. Um, also, uh, shout out to Live Baltimore. Um, I had the amazing opportunity to go to their birthday bash on Friday night. Um, and I had an amazing time. And I had an opportunity to uh, connect with some of my other uh, colleagues in the Baltimore uh, scene and area. Shout out to No Pits Out the Dark, Aaron Dante, my big brother in podcasting. And shout out to Wine, Dying, Repeat, um, my sister Latoya uh, of that or of that that group. Um, and she shares some some really fabulous sips and places to eat and um, wonderful places to to hang out in the. Baltimore and surrounding areas of uh, the Baltimore region. And so, um, yeah, I had a really fantastic time um, this this past Friday celebrating Lil Baltimore's birthday. Um, and so with that being said, I want to wrap things up with a little bit of Prince history. And it's so interesting because um, I love, y'all know I love Prince. I mean, it goes without saying every single time, but I, I wanted to tackle um, one of my favorite songs and I was reading, what was I, I was watching, I want to say I was either watching something or reading something recently where um, the song, the, 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 um, song uh, "I Want to Be Your Lover" came up, and and I was I was doing some research. I was like, huh? And I had heard something where it was like Prince wrote that that song. Who that Prince wrote that song about? And I was like, huh? I always wonder what that was. But if you don't know what I'm talking about, you you most folks do know. I want to be your lover, and I want to be your lover is a song that Prince released on August 24th, 1979. And it was the lead single from his second album, Prince. And um, the story was, and I, I found articles, was that Prince wrote that story, that, that song about Patrice Russian. And apparently at that time, he had this huge crush on uh, Patrice. And she wouldn't give him the time of day. But uh, but he was like completely enthralled with her. Um, and so um, one of the articles that I read was that uh, Prince always would come and ask her um, for her opinion about certain things that he was doing um, in terms of like uh, like his writing. And I, I want to say it was one article that I read where he asked her a question. He told, well, he told her that he was a little bit nervous about um, one of his performances. And, um, but yeah, it was like that he had a crush on her, but um, 
and and so um but she gave him some really great advice and i think it was and it, it, she was the music director i believe for I want to say the Grammys, 2004 Grammys. It's the the Grammys where he performed with Beyonce, if I'm not mistaken. And he had, um, he 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 asked her for her professional opinion, and she, of course, she she gave it to him. And um, it was just it was it was just really interesting. I had never heard that before. Um, before I read this article about it. And I thought it was really sweet, really cute. I didn't notice she was 4'10". So him being 5'10", her 4'10", of course, they would have been the cutest couple. Um, But it was really interesting that he had a crush on her and she was just like, mm -hmm. she didn't, it wasn't like, I don't know if he wasn't her type or what, but apparently, uh, She 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 didn't fall prey to any of his games. <laughs> but I thought it was really cute, a really cute, cute story. So there you have it. Uh, this week's Prince history was that I want to be your lover was written about Patrice Rush, and Prince had a crush on her. So yeah, there you have it. Our Prince history of this week. So thank you for joining me this week, guys. I hope you enjoyed uh, my discussion um, for this week. And of course, I'll be back with a new episode next week. Until then, you can check me out on www.creativecalforay.com. That's my website. Or you can follow me on Instagram at creativecalforay. Um, Instagram is creative underscore calforay. And I'm on Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, um, Pinterest. IG everywhere. I'm I'm there. <laughs> you can Google me. Um, and uh again, I will be dropping the um the cover in a couple weeks. Um, but the pre-order starts now. So get your please pre-order. Let's take this one to the top, guys. I want this one to become a bestseller. Um, help me get there. You guys voted me best author this year for Baltimore Sun. Come out. Please support me. Buy my books. Um, make me your best-selling author. And I promise that I will continue to put out good content, good books that anyone and everyone can, that can, can read um, and that they speak to all of us and to our hearts. Um, thank you so much for joining me. Please remember to motivate at least one person to aspire to their greatness and inspire many along the way. My is the message. My is the content and the 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 motivating factor, the positive message that I want to go out into the the universe and into the world. You know, if you are my, you are meant to be that motivating uh, person that inspires one person to. Um, be inspired to achieve their goals and their passions as well. So without, without that in the world, we have nothing. And so without my, we have nothing. So I hope you take that with you. Thank you guys again for joining me and I'll see you next time. Peace.
Hi guys, I just want to say thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Purple Charm Experience. I hope you enjoyed it, but in the meantime, in between time, I hope that you will also take a moment to check out my website, www.creativecalfare.com, where you can find more information about me, my books, my merchandise, and more. Also, while you're there, I hope you, you will sign up for my newsletter by subscribing. If you also want to receive exclusive content and merchandise that pertains to this podcast, please sign up for my Patreon page by becoming a member. And finally, if you really enjoy listening to this podcast, please consider sharing with your friends and family. I appreciate it and they deserve to get this great information too. So until we meet again, I'll see you next time. Bye.